Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I am bringing you today's word for April 30th, 2020. Before I get into the message today, I have something I want to share with you real quick. So I don't, I don't really kind of highlight these opportunities that often, but I'm giving you an opportunity to, to be a blessing to others, to, to someone else. So in the Dominican Republic, uh, our ministry, Rick and Isabella Pena Ministries, we have a church there and two schools. And right now, both the church is not able to come together, nor the schools, right? And so we have um, 170 plus children that are now not just receiving the education that we were providing them, but also one of the key things is that we were also providing them a hot meal per day. And so with that, being that the schools are shut down, obviously they're not getting those meals. And these are not, we're not ministering to families that really are of means, right? We're ministering to people that that are not thriving financially. So now that they can't work, they don't have money for food, they're in a bad situation. They've been coming to our church there and to the school saying, hey, we need help. And so we are on Friday, our ministry provided them 180 meals. So we we instructed our team there to start cooking meals and, and making to-go meals. So on Friday, we gave them, we gave out 180 hot meals, hot plates, to-go plates. And then yesterday we did 200. And so now we're preparing to do this at least three times a week, uh, but I need your support. So you can go to RIP Ministries, R-I-P Ministries.org and go to the donate page. And when you go to donate, there's a drop down. There's a drop down that says COVID-19 food support, COVID-19 food support at R-I-P Ministries.org slash donate. So all the donations that you make in the United States are tax deductible because our ministry is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. I don't ask for much. I mean, obviously, we don't, Isabella and I, we don't take anything from the ministry anyway, but I'm asking because this is, I want you to partner with us to make this happen. It's going to happen, right? It's a, it's a blessed project, but this is an opportunity for you to get in on the blessing. All right. So that said, let's go into the message. I'm teaching a series entitled Faith and Patience. And this is part 12, Faith and Patience, part 12. The title of today's message is Patience is Not a Gift. Patience is not a gift. I'm going to explain what I mean. So I've laid the foundation for faith. I'm laying the foundation for patience. Today, I want us to go to to James chapter one, verses two through four. And we're actually going to look at this again tomorrow. But James one, two through four, I'm going to read Uh, these verses to you, these three verses, I'm going to read them to you from three different translations. So James 1, 2 through 4, King James Version says, my brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience, but let patience have her perfect work, that ye may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. The easy to read uh, says, my brothers and sisters, you will have many kinds of trouble. (laughs) But this gives you a reason to be very happy right now with COVID-19. Why? Because you know that when your faith is tested, you will learn to be patient in suffering. And if you let that patience work in you, here's the end result. The end result will be good and you will be mature and complete and you will be all that God wants you to be. Glory to God. And then James 1, 2 through 4 from the Passion Translation says, My fellow believers, when it seems as though you are facing nothing but difficulties, see it, your perception is is critical. See it as an invaluable opportunity to experience the greatest joy that you can. For you know that when your faith is tested, it stirs up the power in you to endure all things. Glory to God. And then 
as your endurance grows even stronger, it will release perfection into every part of your being until there is nothing missing and nothing lacking. My God, I love that translation. Saying that when your patience, when this endurance is built up, it will release perfection, maturity into every aspect of your life until the point where you have nothing missing, nothing lacking, nothing broken. That's what happens when you develop patience, this patient endurance. So what does this mean to you today? I'm going to deal with those verses again tomorrow, but what does this mean to you today? I have four things to share with you on this morning. As I get into these four things, I want you to open up your heart to receive what God is saying. Four things. Number one, here we go. Patience is not a gift given by God. Now, patience is one of those things that everybody says they want. (laughs) Oh yeah, I want patience, but nobody wants to go through what you have to go through in order to get patience. I would love to tell you that patience is a gift like joy. That patience is a gift like peace, that God can just give you patience, but he doesn't. Patience is not a gift. Patience is not something that you just get as a fruit of the Holy Spirit. Patience is not a gift given. It is a virtue that is produced. Patience is is not something that God is just handing out. Patience is something that God says, when you pray for patience, like you say, okay, Lord, I need patience. Can you give me patience? God will set up a situation where immediately that cousin that you can't stand, she'll call you. (laughs) Or the situation that you thought it was going in a good direction or going in a challenging direction. Why? Because in order for you to get patience, you must have an opportunity for that patience to be developed. Patience is something that has to be produced. James said that patience is produced when your faith is tested. When you're, when, so you, you must go through the, the testing of your faith, the trying of your faith in order to produce the patience that you say that you want. And it also the patience that the Bible says you, you require. So in, in Hebrews 10 and 36, this is point number two, the Bible says that you have need of patience. And if the Bible says you need something, then doggone it, you need it. In Hebrews 10 and 36 from the Amplified, it says, for you have need of steadfast patience and endurance so that you may perform and fully accomplish the will of God and thus receive and carry away and enjoy to the full what God promised. He's saying, listen, you want what God promised? You want to be able to receive every promise of God in your life? You want to see what God said in your life? You want to see it manifested? You want to see in your hands what God released in your heart? You want it? Then you have need of patience. You got to have patient endurance. This is more than just simply waiting on something to happen. Patience, divine patience is more than just a quiet or passive adherence to terrible conditions. Oh, I'm just going to suffer and I'm going to suffer long. No, that's not patience. Divine patience is an ability. It's, it's the grace. It's a power to remain the same, steadfast, unmovable, unwavering in the space between the promise and the performance. While I'm waiting on God to do what he said he's going to do, I shall not be moved. Patience is an inner force that empowers the believer to remain constant and steadfast on the inside, no matter what is happening on the outside. And once this type of consistency, once this type of endurance is developed, it empowers you to hold on, remaining the same day in and day out, remaining consistent day in and they out no matter how long it takes for God to manifest what he promised to manifest in your life. And this type of endurance does not 
come easy. I'm going to be honest with you. This type of endurance does not come overnight. It must be developed. It must be developed over time. So your faith is going to be tested over and over and over and over again for you to live the life of faith. I've been walking with God for 25 years. For you to live the life of faith, there's some things that you are going to have to believe God for. And it may not be weeks it may not be months. It may be years, sometimes even decades, but you have to develop the patience to hold on and to believe God no matter how long it takes. And while you're developing this patience, once patience is produced in your life, watch this, then now you will be able to withstand and resist the thoughts of fear and of doubt and of unbelief, making it possible for you to lay hold of what God promised. Because listen, for you to, to receive what God said, you're going to have to hold on and believe what God said, no matter how long it takes. All right. Number three, I'm teaching on faith and patience, right? Faith and patience. So number three, we're called to live by faith and we also need patience. So let me go back and give you a sprinkle, a little more faith refresher while I'm teaching on patience. So I've already taught on faith in this series, but let me go ahead and go back to it really briefly. Faith is the currency of God's kingdom. So faith is how the earth makes an exchange with the kingdom of heaven. So faith is how a human, like you and I, faith is how humans like us who live in time can peer into the realm of eternity and then come back from that moment and make decisions in the present based on what God revealed to us about our future. That's faith. Faith is the believer's legal entrance into the realm of the unseen that we're supposed to live, 2 Corinthians 4 and 18, by the things that we cannot see. So faith is your legal entrance into the realm of the unseen, the supernatural realm of God. And so now when you come back from that moment, you now are, are required to live by what you saw in the unseen and not by what you see in the scene. That's how we walk by faith and not by sight. The opposite of faith is natural sight. The opposite of faith is not doubt. The opposite of faith is living just like a mere human, just living by what you can see and touch and taste. Living by your senses is the opposite of faith. God is not sensual. God is spiritual. So we are supposed to live by what God reveals in our spirit, not by what we see or receive through our senses. You got it? So everything we do as believers, we're called to do by faith. And anyone can have faith for a few minutes or a few days. Now, this is what happens. I'm just going to be transparent. I see this all the time. Anybody can get excited when God gives them a word. You know, God gives them a word. They're in church. Oh my God. They high five their neighbor. They do three backflips. They run around the church. They put it on Instagram. Oh girl, God just spoke to me today. It's done. It's already done. It's already done. All right. They get excited. Praise God. But what happens when, when, when hours turn into days? <laughs> what happens when days turn into weeks? What happens when weeks turn into months? And what happens when months turn into years? I would tell you that a lot of believers just give up. They, they're like, okay, well, I, I don't know. And then you say, hey, what, 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 whatever happened with this? Oh, well, maybe, maybe I just missed God. No, maybe you didn't hold on long enough. The Bible says that, listen, it's going to happen, but you have to hold on. You cannot give up. You cannot cave in. You cannot quit. Abraham waited 25 years for Isaac. David waited 25. 20 years to become the king of Israel. Caleb waited 45 years for his mountain. At 85 years old, he was like, Lord, give me my mountain. Listen, a lot of believers today can't wait 45 days. Then after 45 days, they're like, well, maybe that just wasn't God. And they move on. You need faith and patience. All right, number four, as I, as I close, this is my last point. Determined to live by faith and patience. Patient endurance. So patience is produced by 
when our faith is tested and when we pass the test, right? When we didn't give up on God, when we, but listen, this is what happens. You have to be able to see into the realm of God and then believe what you saw, believe what God revealed. And then at that moment, when you believe it, you make a stand. I stand in faith. Now, faith is what happens when you make that stand. Faith is, is what happens when you say it's only a matter of time before it happened. God said it. I believe it. It's already done. It's only a matter of time. So in God's realm, it's already done. In our realm, it's only a matter of time. And I got it. And you make that stand. And that's great. But it requires, you need patience to keep making that stand and to never be moved from that position. When you take a stand in faith, Satan is going to put the pressure on you. To, he, he wants to put the pressure on you for you to relinquish your position. And when you really stand in faith, Satan will crank the heat up on you. Let me explain what I mean. I like to just throw this in. This wasn't part of my written notes, but I'm going to slide this in for free for those of you that are watching the video. Watch this. So the three Hebrew boys, that's a good example of Satan cranking up the heat on you to get you to change your confession. The three Hebrew boys said, listen, Mr. King, it doesn't matter. You could, you could turn on the fire. You could, you could sing, play the music. It doesn't matter. We, we will not bow. Uh, our God is able to deliver us even from the fire. But even if he doesn't, listen, we are not going to bow. And he said, what? You're not going to bow? Crank up the heat seven times hotter. Now, hold on, hold on, hold on for a minute. The fire was going to kill. Level one fire can kill you. Cranking up the heat seven times hotter. What is that? Level eight fire is going to kill me even more? I mean, level one fire could kill you. But he's like, crank up the heat seven times hotter. Why? Because the, the enemy will crank up the heat on you because he's trying to get you to change your confession. He's putting pressure on you. He's putting pressure on you to give up to cave in and to quit. But you need faith and patience. When you have faith and patience and you have that patient endurance and you know that we serve a God like the three Hebrew boys who will get down in the fire with you and you can come out on the other side of the situation and not even smell like smoke, you say, no, I will not be moved. I'm not going to be shaken. You can do whatever you want. I will not burn because I will not bow. I'm not going to change my confession. I'm not going to change what I said. I, I believe what God said, and I'm saying what God said, and I'm going to keep saying what God said until I see what God said. I'm telling you, this is faith and patience, and we need both in order to obtain the promises of God, in order to see the full manifestation of everything God said. Let's Let's speak something now over our lives. I want you to lift up your voice and declare something over your own life. Say this. Say, Father, I thank you for teaching me about your grace and my requirement to live by faith. You made plans for me before the world began. <laughs> you made those plans by your unearned grace. Now that I'm born again and filled with your spirit, you revealed to me what you planned. You expect me by faith to believe it, receive it, make a stand for it, and then take actions towards it. And you want me to do these things all the while believing that it's only a matter of time before I see in my hands what you revealed in my heart. But while I'm waiting, <laughs> Satan will do everything that he can to put the pressure on me to give up, cave in, and quit. But I declare that I won't. I have the patience that has been developed over time through the testing of my faith. And this patient endurance enables me to remain 
constant and consistent in faith, I will become the man you call me to be because faith and patience are in operation in my life. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org and there's a big red subscribe button. Click on it and you'll put your email address there. You'll get all my notes in your email inbox every day. You'll get that for free. Listen, head into this day knowing that you need faith and patience. And through the testing of your faith, this patient endurance is produced. It's not given. It is produced. And as it is produced in your life, it enables you to hold on no matter how long it takes so that you can see the manifestation of God's promise. Harvest time is coming. Please do not give up before your harvest comes. Do me a favor. Please share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline with your friends. Leave me a comment. If you're watching on YouTube Live or on Facebook Live, leave me a comment in the chat. I read all the comments. Thank you so much for allowing me to speak into your life. And remember, if you want to sow into our ministry, be a blessing. Please go to ripministries.org and do that. I love you. God loves you more. I'll see you tomorrow morning. God bless you.